Local leaders, top stories, the news that matters most to you. The News Drive at 5 with host Patrick Reynolds starts now. Welcome to the News Drive at 5 for January the 3rd, 2024. I'm your host, Patrick Reynolds. Good afternoon to all of you. You're on WSIC News Talk Radio, 105.9 FM around Lake Norman, 100.7 FM and 1400 AM in Iredell County, anywhere in the world at WSICnews.com and the WSIC social media platforms, Facebook, X, LinkedIn, and YouTube. You just got done hearing Town Talk with President of the Lake Norman Chamber of Commerce, Bill Russell, as we dive into the News Drive at 5 for today. Wednesday, January the 3rd, 2022, with our top five at five. The Statesville police are investigating a robbery at a local grocery store. A Statesville man is facing drug charges following an investigation. The Troutman Police Department is investigating a break-in at a local restaurant. The Statesville travel agent is charged with scamming customers out of $25,000. And the Iredell Commissioners approve a rezoning request from a local trucking company. All these and more coming up tonight at the News Drive at 5, 704-873-1400, 844-STUDIO-4. Please join the show. We begin tonight's show with the Statesville Police Department is investigating the early morning robbery of, uh, of an employee of the Food Lion store on East Broad Street. Officers responded to the grocery store at 1650 East Broad Street about 726 a.m. this morning. Uh, what, they were being dispatched for a reported robbery at that time. Upon arrival, the officers secured the scene and immediately contacted the Criminal Investigation Division to initiate the investigation. Now, preliminary information gathered during the investigation indicates that three unidentified males, all wearing hoodies and masks, forcibly confronted a store clerk and proceeded to strong arm their way into the cash register. The exact amount of cash taken during the robbery is currently unknown and under investigation. Now, as part of that process, officers conducted interviews with store employees and reviewed security camera footage. It was determined that the suspects left the scene in two separate vehicles. One of those vehicles was identified through footage from a camera found on Opal Street. Investigators are working to obtain a search warrant to conduct a thorough search of a residence and the suspect's vehicle. Now, the Statesville Police Department is working with Mooresville Police Department and the Troutman Police Department, who are also on the scene this morning. They are coordinating efforts to follow up on any potential connections to similar events within their respective jurisdictions. Now, this topic and others was uh, touched on on the show earlier this afternoon, Good, Bad, and the Guilty with Sheriff Darren Campbell. Uh, the Today's headlines involve, unfortunately, criminal in, uh, activities that are under, I guess, 
actually arise in criminal activities in the local uh, area. So we are reached out to the Iredell County Sheriff's Department, possibly for a word with them or a brief interview during this show, during the broadcast of the News Drive at 5. We'll keep you updated as far as if we get any guests online or in studio. This is an ongoing process right now as we speak. Live radio at its best. Uh, criminal activity today, this morning, and we want to follow up on it. If we can get someone from the Sheriff's Office in here on the show today, we certainly will. A Statesville man is facing drug charges following an investigation by the Statesville Police Department. The uh, police department announced the arrest of Terry Lee Roseboro. His arrest stems from an, an investigation that began in response to community complaints regarding drug-related activity in the area near his residence on Alexander Street. The police department personnel executed a search warrant at 1304 Alexander Street on December 11th after their narcotics division initiated surveillance on the residents and observed suspicious activities that raised concerns. As part of the investigation, controlled purchases of narcotics were made from Roseboro at his residence. During the search on December 11th, investigators seized a substantial amount of crack cocaine, which police said was linked to Mr. Roseboro. Narcotics investigators obtained warrants charging Roseboro with trafficking in cocaine and maintaining a dwelling for the purposes of selling narcotics as a result of the evidence seized. On December 28th, the department personnel visited 1304 Alexander Street to execute the outstanding warrants. Now, during Roseboro's arrest, officers found him to be in possession of additional crack cocaine. In addition to the previous charges, Roseboro also was charged with possession with intent to sell and deliver cocaine, maintaining a dwelling for the purpose of selling narcotics and misdemeanor resisting an officer. Roseboro was taken before a magistrate who set his bond at 300 and five thousand dollars. Well, our first two two stories tonight on the news drive at five ABC involve criminal activity around uh, the Statesville area. This is not unique uh, to Statesville itself, but certainly a representation of what we're seeing. Uh, the local police department certainly doesn't sway back and forth, and they don't differ from any other towns or municipalities. Uh, there's we've seen ebbs and flows in criminal activity around the Lake Norman region. Sometimes some uh, cities or towns are a little bit heavy at some point, and then it drops off. Well, we've seen this pendulum swing, momentum, if you would call it, throughout the, uh, the region as far as police activity. I've spoken to Mooresville police in the past, and they at one time were able to state that downtown does not have any criminal activity. Now that over time changes. They come, they go. The police activity does. The criminal activity does. And you just get a feel for it, and you see that pendulum swing. But uh, we certainly hope, as far as citizens and everyone here at WSIC, that the criminal activity drops. The Aradale County Sheriff's Office officers were in here in this studio about an hour ago with Good, Bad, and the Guilty every Wednesday afternoon, like I said. And they talk about this. They talk about these cases. They talk about what they can do. They talk about what we can do as citizens and a society to prevent 
this to keep our eyes open, what we can do as taxpayers and just citizens looking out for each other. It doesn't mean calling anybody just because you doesn't like how somebody looks or what their opinion is, just different from yours, but keep a good vigilant eye out for criminal activity and watching over your neighbors. There's a big difference, and the Iredell County Sheriff's Office will certainly give you tips and uh advice on how to do that. They're very open-minded and in touch with the community. As you can see by their show here in which they take calls, they respond to people on social media. They're very in touch with Lake Norman, Iredell County, Statesville, Mooresville, Troutman, Davidson, all of them. And as the news drive at five develops, we anticipate having good conversations with uh politicians, with police officers, with the sheriff's department as we cover these stories. This on day two of the News Drive at 5. The criminal activity seems to be on the rise and is certainly active since the new year began. It's unfortunate for that. We've got other stories coming up, including a break-in at a local Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, a local travel agent is charged with scamming customers out of $25,000. We've got that story coming up, and we still have our call out to the Aradale County Sheriff's Office to see if they can comment on these cases as well as just the general criminal activity that we've seen reported in the news today. We'll let you know if they arrive at the studio or able to get to them on the phone. They certainly have other duties, other responsibilities, and are in touch with the community. They have resp- you know, other activities outside of the radio world. You're listening to the News Drive at 5 and WSIC. I'm Patrick Reynolds. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the News Drive at 5 here in WSIC News Talk Radio. I am your host, Patrick Reynolds. We are talking on January the 3rd, 2024, 105.9 FM around Lake Norman, 100.7 and 1400 AM in Iredell County. WSICnews.com from anywhere on the globe. And the WSIC socials has our video feed. We are on Facebook, the former Twitter, now known as X, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Uh, Earlier today, you heard Town Talk with Bill Russell, president of the Lake Norman Chamber, as well as before that, Good, Bad, and the Guilty with Sheriff Darren Campbell. You want to join the News Drive at 5, please give us a call, 704-873-1400, 844-STUDIO-4. One more time, 704-873-1400 or 844-STUDIO-4. I'm sure some of you folks are maybe in a little bit of traffic on I-77. would like to chit-chat about the local headlines, the local news. We would love to talk to you as WSIC keeps you connected with the local community. The Troutman Police Department is investigating a break-in that occurred at the Dunkin' Donuts on North Main Street early Monday morning. Officers responded to the store at 205 North Main Street about 3.15 a.m. Monday after receiving a report of a breaking and entering in progress. Security camera footage shows that three suspects shattered the drive through glass window and entered the building. All of the suspects were wearing masks. Police said it appears the suspects located the victim's car keys during the break-in and stole her vehicle, a silver 2018 Hyundai Elantra. The break-in is similar to recent incidents reported to the Statesville Police Department. Also here in Statesville, a travel agent has been charged with scamming customers out of $25,000. The owner of a Statesville travel agency is charged with that. Uh, Charles 
Eric Johnson of Statesville, is charged with six counts of obtaining property by false pretense. The charges stem from a report filed by an 83-year-old woman claiming she, along with other customers, were scammed after booking a Royal Caribbean cruise to Alaska through Carolina Blue Tours. The report was filed on July 26, 2023. The sheriff's office identified Johnson as the owner of the company. Johnson was arrested on December the 19th. The sheriff's office said the 83-year-old woman reported that Johnson canceled the trip exactly one day before the cruise was scheduled for departure. The woman said Johnson would not issue an immediate refund. During an investigation, additional victims were identified and interviewed. It was found that Johnson took payments in excess of $25,000. To identify how the payments were used, search warrants were obtained for Johnson's financial records, as well as his company's account history with Royal Caribbean. Johnson's account history with the cruise line showed Johnson failed to book reservations for all of the victims that paid for the Alaskan cruise. It was determined that Johnson personally attended the cruise after informing all of the victims that the cruise was canceled. Money from the travel agency's business account was also used to fund personal trips. Now, be fair to state that Johnson is accused of all of these, and it is under investigation. They made a statement uh, in release of this information that Johnson is innocent until proven guilty by the court of law. So accusations at this point, but certainly a headline that we'll be tracking here. As we uh, talked about last night on the News Drive at 5, we will f- be following up with stories that we cover, and as they develop in the days and weeks, even months to come, uh, we'll give you an update on those and continue talking about them. We have uh, a report from the uh, Iredell County Board of Commissioners that had a meeting last night uh, about a rezoning request, but they also covered some other topics that we talked about right here on the News Drive at 5. So let's talk about that. The Iredell County Board of Commissioners on Tuesday approved a rezoning request for over four and a half acres off Salisbury Highway, clearing the way for a small trucking company to relocate here. Jeffrey Morrow, who owns Morrow Logistics LLC, asked the county to rezone the property from residential agriculture to general business so he can run his fleet of trucks out of the site, which he purchased. He told commissioners that he had outgrown the site he currently leases. Morrow will have to apply for a building permit and submit a site plan to the county for approval. He agreed to construct natural buffers around the property, which are required by county ordinance. Planning Director Matthew Todd supported the request, which he said was consistent with the county's recently adopted 2045 Horizon Plan. Commissioners voted unanimously to approve the rezoning following the recommendation of the planning board. Now, it certainly sounds like we need to talk about the 2045 Horizon Plan right here on the News Drive at 5. So I'm going to put a note in to our producer to maybe talk to Planning Director Matthew Todd because I like how the direction is going in of rezoning the land for building, uh, for a business expanding. As we began the news drive at 5, there were certainly some stories that we had uh, earlier involving criminal activity in the Sheriff's Department earlier at Statesville here in Iredell County. And now we've got a section of stories that actually relate to expansion, uh, development of business, development of residents, roads, schools, taxpaying money, things like that. So we've got a little business section, and we have a, uh, I guess, a criminal section tonight on the News Drive at 5. A few different 
uh, aspects, almost chapters, as you will, or sections of the news story tonight. This is just kind of how it unfolded tonight. And we have been joined in studio, yes, as we talked about earlier. Uh, we have reached out to the Iredell County Sheriff's Department, and fortunately, we have one that stopped by. He was here. You heard his voice here earlier today on the good, bad, and the guilty. And uh, Captain Matt, do I pronounce it right? Burleson? Yeah. yeah, yeah. How'd I do? You did well. You did quite well. Yep. Burley son. Burleson. Captain Matt's pretty easy, though. Yep. Just do that. Captain Matt is fine. We could go with, uh, like, Worcestershire sauce. Just say it fast and you keep going. And don't let anybody give anybody time to. But everybody has a different rendition of Worcestershire. (laughs) You know, Worcestershire. You can't say it the same every time. So, yeah, Burleson rolls off the tongue, but I've worked for many years in law enforcement, worked in the school system, worked around young kids, and you could just imagine how much fun the kids have with it. So, Captain Matt has done well for me. Well, captain the last few years, but before that it was just Deputy Matt, Officer Matt, so, yep. I wonder how what kind of fun you had in school when the teacher was taking attendance and your oh, name was there. I was always in the beginning. Do you remember yeah. the bubble sheets you had to do, sure like do. your CAT sure test, yeah. California achievement yeah. test, right? So those bubbles were never enough for Matthew Lynn Burleson. I mean, the bubbles just went off the paper. Do I keep bubbling? What do I do here? So, <laughs> yes, it was a good time. Good time. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason we asked you here, as we, we touched on earlier in the show, and as I caught you on the good, bad, and the guilty, yes, sir? is it seems like a rise in criminal activity lately. Is it just, am I just picking up on the headlines of today, or or am I noticing a, a trend or a pattern here I, lately? I, I can't say that there's a trend or a pattern. I mean, there's always going to be crime, but I think that... Um, uh, with social media, with the news, mm-hmm. with what you see, uh, there's a lot more opportunity for transparency. There's a lot more opportunity to, uh, if you will, I mean, the sheriff says many times, we'll make you famous if you want to commit a mm-hmm. crime here in Iredell County, uh, because we have those platforms to put that out there. We talk about their criminal histories. How would you ever know what a criminal's history was until we were able to publish it on Facebook or, or the other social media platforms? So you're able to see that. You're able to kind of dive a little bit deeper. So I think that gives us all a, a uh, maybe an attitude of, hey, it's it's rampant, it's deep, crime is so, so severe. But I think we're just more informed, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you think that the social media platform, that like that YouTube star, and I mm-hmm. use air, air quotes for the folks in, in yeah. watching on the video can see it, folks on the radio, which is majority of our audience, do you think becoming that star, that somewhat celebrity, and I'll use that you know that air quote, is inspiring or, or steering people down the, a dark road in their lives just for that aspect? Well, I, I don't know about the older generation. I mean, I don't need to see my name or face on Facebook, but uh, uh, and, and we keep saying Facebook because that's our stuff. Mm-hmm. Joe here is probably more of a, uh, what would you say, is it Twitter, X, uh, you know, now it's Snapchat with the youngest ones. So. Well, it seems like it's more uh, TikTok, not TikTok more exactly. than anything. Yeah, yeah, TikTok is huge because that is a place where there's sales going on. I mean, you can see from car dealerships to uh, t-shirt sales to, uh, you know, Instagram, personal sites or whatever it may be. So I, I guess what I'm getting at is... Uh, Yes, everybody wants to see their name in lights. Mm. You know, you didn't get to have that before, and now you can make your, you can be self-made. You know, self-made, whatever you however many followers you have, or whatever it may be. So, uh, uh, I think it's unfortunate for people trying to get attention in the wrong way. Sure. Uh, you know, because negative attention. You know, the kid c- class clown. Why did the class clown act up in school? Attention. You know, exactly right. So now, if you've got a platform where you can see how many people 
are really mm-hmm. watching me and can see what I'm saying. Um, and it's unfortunate for the people that have negative things to say. And they want to say bad stuff. Those keyboard warriors, I guess you say, they're tearing mm-hmm. folks down. Uh, you know, the sheriffs, uh, we talked about in our show, the sheriff started the, the cyber SWAT program, uh, which is uh, a specifically a peer-to-peer program where our juniors and seniors at the schools are being facilitated by the, uh, the school resource officer to teach the sophomores and, and freshmen good digital citizenship. Uh, and that's pretty important to have that. So I think we all need to learn some, some good, important digital citizenship. I agree. Yep. I agree. We covered some uh, criminal stories yeah. earlier in the mm-hmm. hour. Mm-hmm. We're coming up on a break here. Okay. I, I'd like to delve deeper into those. I know Absolutely. you probably can't comment on the details of right. ongoing investigations, right. but I'd like to revisit these stories we covered in the first half of the show, sure. talk to you a little bit deeper on them. Sure. We're coming up on a break, so I don't want to get too deep. Yes. Not enough, not fair enough to you to provide right, a right, quality right. answer yep. for the audience as well. So uh, can you stick with us here Absolutely. for a little bit longer? Okay. Glad to be here. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Thank you for coming with us. Captain Matt Burleson, how's that? Yes, that's working. <laughs> right there. Iredell County Sheriff's Office joining us today for the News Drive at 5. You're listening to the News Drive at 5 for Wednesday, January the 3rd, 2024, here on WSIC 105.9 FM around Lake Norman, 100.7 FM, 1400 AM in Iredell County, WSICweb.com. Welcome back to the News Drive at 5 here on WSIC News Talk Radio. WSICnews.com, as I was corrected during the break. I launched out an old website there. WSICnews.com, as well as WSIC socials around Lake Norman, North Charlotte, Iredell County. We are happy to be joined here at the News Drive at 5 from the Iredell County Sheriff's Office Captain Matt Burleson. Thank you so much for spending a little time for us today. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep, it was in here earlier and uh, had the sheriff and had our uh, deputy the month award winner mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Farm Bureau, great uh, great friends of those guys, and and uh, we were able to award one of our newer deputies uh, mm-hmm. with a uh, with a very he had, he'd won the very prestigious Bill Wood Award uh, that was just an all around you know exemplary officer deputy yeah. and uh, and then with state excuse me Farm Bureau is always myself with Farm Bureau's award he's he's a he's a two time award winning deputy. <laughs> that's fantastic. It's good to have him on the force yes, and know yes. that he's got our backs. Yes, that's yes, that's yep. good Good news. Mm-hmm. We talked about some headlines and some news stories yes. at uh, the first part of the news drive at 5 tonight right. before you got into the studio. I covered about four cases mm-hmm. which were police activity criminal related. Turns out only one actually falls under the jurisdiction of the Iredell County Sheriff's Office. Right. That was one about the Statesville travel agent, which is accused of of scamming some right. customers out of money. What can you share with our audience about this case so far? Uh, well, I mean, it is ongoing. Any of these investigative cases where you're dealing with um, uh, economic crimes, uh, Sheriff Campbell was able to expand the special victims unit, you know, the boom, boom, you know, you've seen on the TV, yeah. the, the SVU, SVU. Uh, is not only domestic crimes, it is child cases, uh, elder abuse, mm-hmm. Uh, pornography, um, you know, so many different facets of special victims unit. Well, one in particular is the financial crimes or Mm. economic crime unit. they use, uh, I believe I said the word earlier, uh, they're basically forensic accountants, uh, these detectives are. They're able to look deep into uh, 
tracing where the money's come from, where the money's going, uh, how it is uh, converted. In this particular situation, the, the crime is called obtaining property by false pretense. There's a lot of opportunities for that crime to become, that is a felony, each one is a felony. Um, but when you obtain property, money is a property, when you obtain it through fraudulent manner, it is it is a felony. Um, you know, one of the things to, something as simple as, uh, uh, hey, I, I, I take this item that I found in the parking lot at Walmart and go back in and return it. Well, you are receiving money for an item that you didn't purchase. You just found it. So you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you know, deceiving. Or when you take a receipt for something you've picked up off the floor in Walmart and you go back and pick up something off the counter and then go return it. Anytime you have that conversion of, uh, of property for that personal gain to get that back. In this particular situation, uh, there was the travel agent, as you said. Uh, it seems that he had uh, booked some trips with uh, uh, elderly victims. Uh, one, this one in particular that's, that's, that's come through here was an Alaskan cruise, mm-hmm. and uh, $25,000 had been exchanged. And the travel agent, the person there, uh, Mr. Johnson, canceled that cruise the day before right. that was taken. Uh, and, and, you know, I've been on cruises. I know there's insurance. I know there's other ways to get the money back. But these, this elderly victim uh, did not get the money back. Uh, the, the money did transpire, did change where uh, the suspect in this situation took the trip. Um, I, you know, he was able to, to do that. Uh, through that, through the money that was paid, so that was the one of the one of the felony property, felony obtaining property of false pretense, and I think there were several other victims uh, mm-hmm. as well into that. So, um, it, and, and there's more. I mean, the, I, I, search warrants are executed. You can't just walk into a bank and see personal banking information. Um, you know, companies that you deal with are not going to give you other person's information. So, uh, we use search warrants. And that gets us the information we need. When we believe a crime has been committed, uh, we'll, we'll issue a search warrant to the company to release their financial records on this particular you know, suspect or this, this incident. So it uh, looks like Royal Caribbean was the cruise line that was involved. Uh, and then I said the um, Charles Eric Johnson, 43 years old, mm-hmm. of uh, Birchwood Road here in Statesville. Uh, and then the detective, uh, Detective Justin Roberts, yeah, was able to do that. So he would have issued those, those search warrants. So from the layman's perspective, I'm mm-hmm. reading this release, got my notes from, actually, I believe it is from the Iredell County Sheriff's Office. Mm-hmm. We look at a case from the outside, reading the notes, I'm reporting it right here in the News Drive at 5. The layman brain in my head says, how would someone think they were going to get away with something like this? When you in- arrest people, interview mm-hmm. them, and mm-hmm. c- conduct that, is that part of the questioning? Like, what kind of, like, you know, layman's terms... Dude, what were you thinking? No, no, that's it's not, not. No, it. That's not the way we dive into it. Now, people want to tell you. Uh, you know, they they want to talk. They want to tell you. Mm-hmm. You know, they, what is the word they say? Silence is golden. We let them give their opportunity to give their side of it. So they rationalize. This is why I did what I did. Uh, you know, the fact of the matter is, you broke the law. You know, there's no justification that mm-hmm. that we can. Uh, you know, we're not going to dive into justification here. You broke the law. It meets the elements of the crime. We're going to charge you. Uh, the magistrate's going to set a bond conditions to your release as to, you know, to ensure you show up for court. Uh, and then from there, it can be the judge that can hear, you know, your your story, so to speak, and, and why you think you could get away with it. 
So what kind of case is this with the evidence as you've seen? Like, again, my layman's terms, forgive me, but mm-hmm. a slam dunk? Or is this is there room here for a defense? Uh, you know, just some kind of justification, misunderstanding? Are there loopholes here that you guys have to face or the court system has to face? Uh, when you're dealing with money, a lot of times it is, it is and again, I'm, I'm speaking from some past issues similar to this. The crime has been committed. It's pretty easy to show that the crime's been committed. Uh, if the victim, um, you know, these these are situations, that th- there's a victim that's harmed, all right? Every, I mean, you hear the sheriff say this is not the, uh, the victim's justice system, it's the criminal justice system. There's more mm-hmm. rights and rules out there covered to protect the criminals than it is the, the victims. So in this situation, if there was restitution uh, for the victims to get their money back, to get their trip, to get their whatever, uh, then it may mitigate um, some of the, the charges or change it. But the, the fact is, I mean, it's, it's, it's there. I mean, these, th- these cases are typically easily tracked, easily traced, uh, easily charged. You know, the money's not there, the trip was taken, um, the suspect, the victim. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. The other cases we talked about not involved uh, Iredell County right. Sheriff's Office, not under your jurisdiction. However, Statesville Police Department with the other three cases. Yeah. What kind of relationship does uh, Iredell County Sheriff and Statesville Police Department have? You must work side by side oh, yes. on, on yes. plenty of things. So it's a jurisdictional matter. Uh, some people don't understand with the Sheriff's Office. You see, we cover county to county, but so Statesville, Mooresville, and Trapman are inside Iredell County. So mm-hmm. we still handle uh, all of the civil cases your child support, your, um, you know, writs of execution, taking property. Uh, the courthouse is is ours for security. Uh, the bailiffs and stuff, those are deputy mm-hmm. sheriffs. And then, of course, the detention center, which is in the city of Statesville, uh, we handle that as well. So our agency is 300-plus. Uh, we're, you know, Statesville, I would guess, is maybe around 100. But they have more... Um, they're, they're dealing with city ordinances. They're dealing with, um, oh, traffic crashes. Sure. We don't investigate motor vehicle accidents. That would be the highway patrol's duty outside in the unincorporated areas uh, in, in, in the county. So they would do traffic crashes. Um, I mean, deputies wouldn't know how to do that kind of stuff. They've got that expertise and training in that. So, yeah, it's a jurisdictional thing. They do theirs. We do ours. But, yes, there is a lot of things that, that we do work together on, and we're able to help each other out. I never so. would have guessed on the jurisdiction with the highway patrol oh, yeah. the difference there of who who investigates. Right. I guess I've seen those right. you know the the lettering on the cars you right. know highway patrol but it never clicked in that there's a different Statesville Police Department Iredell right. County Sheriff's Highway Patrol. So and if you travel much and you see like if you go to Virginia let's say you'll see a Virginia State Police okay Virginia State Police operate the way we do in those unincorporated areas they're going to domestics they're doing other stuff mm-hmm. in North Carolina Sheriff's deputies, the counties that we are jurisdictional, we handle all the crimes and the calls for service. The Highway Patrol just does motor vehicle accidents, traffic stuff, highway things, uh, and then your SBI in North Carolina, which is State Bureau of Investigations, uh, would do some more support services, uh, civil-type situations, uh, maybe some economic issues and that type stuff. So everything is jurisdictional, yes. Looking at these three cases that under the Statesville Police Department, mm-hmm. uh, I got a I got a break in and a Dunkin' Donuts, mm-hmm. a robbery at a food line, and uh, someone for trafficking cocaine. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there's any connection with the holidays, the New Year, of people's attitudes or a criminal's mind? Is that impactful to them at all? It, just this. 
might be to me just my eyesight optics here that right. seems to be an uptick of criminal activity. Anything to do with the holidays? So you and I, as husbands or fathers or family men, would think, wow, these people are committing crimes to feed their family or to get little Johnny something under the Christmas tree. That's not the case. What you see is this uptick is then, hey, there's more uh, there's more opportunity. There's more uh, victims. People are not paying attention when they're taking their packages to the car. The packages there, the porch pirates. Uh, you know, if you've got stores that are that are doing more business, they've got more cash on hand, more transactions, more products in store. So, for the criminal, it's more opportunities. It's not what we would think. Hey, this is the season to commit crimes. Mm-hmm. You know, like like we would need to do it. So I hope it, did that answers your question. Yeah, it does. Well, different mindset. I'm right. looking to, to mm-hmm. decorate the house, and what can I get my children? And they they're kind of thinking that the, the op, their options as a criminal might be more plentiful, right? Because there's just more cash and right. presents and exactly. items flowing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Cool. That is interesting. Very educational. We'll be back with more for uh, Captain Matt Burleson from Iredell County Sheriff's Office. News Drive at five rolls on. Talk to you right after the break. Welcome back to the News Drive at 5 here at WSIC News Talk Radio. I'm your host, Patrick Reynolds. Thank you for taking us along for your ride home from the office back to, uh, well, your comfy home. Good to have you be along for the ride with you on I-77 or points north and south, wherever you are. Picking up on other headlines today, the Aradale County Board of Commissioners had other business last night. The board voted on a resolution authorizing the sale of limited obligation bonds to finance $40 million to help pay for the construction of Weathers Creek High School. These bonds do not require voter approval, and the board will not raise taxes to cover the principal and interest payments. A public hearing on the matter will be scheduled for February 6th. Voters approved a bond referendum in March of 2020 to provide $80 million for the Aradale Statesville Schools Project, along with additional funds for a new Mooresville-graded school district middle school and a new public safety center for Mitchell Community College. ISS has not put the new high school out for bid yet. The estimated cost of the construction has increased dramatically since the referendum. The ISS Board of Education asked for up to $200 million for the project in April, but commissioners have committed to spending only $120 million at this point. We began covering this story last night on the News Drive at 5. In other business, commissioners approved a request from the town of Love Valley for a cash advance of $215,000 to purchase over 14 acres for a new sewer system. The town will reimburse, reimburse the county from the two point five million allocation from the state of North Carolina. The board also approved a request from Animal Services to accept a $15,000 grant from PetSmart to build an off-site adoption program. The grant would cover the cost of contracted services for one person three times a month. This person would set up and organize adoption events outside the shelter. 
and Huntersville is getting new fire engines. The Huntersville Fire Department is expecting some shiny new upgrades. They're coming in the spring. Three engines are on the assembly line at Seagraves Fire Apparatus. The three engines are estimated to be ready by late March. A fourth engine will be built and delivered to Huntersville by the end of June 2025. The engines are equipped with top-of-the-line features that will be finished with uh, finished over with their customary black over red paint scheme. The units are Seagrave Marauders. They're side-by-side pumpers with a 101.5-inch wheelbase, 500-horsepower engines, 750-gallon water tanks, and 30-gallon foam cells for use on combustible liquid fires. That's some heavy-duty machinery right there. I don't know if I was reading off the NASCAR lineup or the Huntersville Fire Department. Uh, can I? Where's the lot where we can pick one of those up? That sounds like that, uh, you know, get those at a deal. Seagraves Fire Apparatus uh-huh. is where they're, those, where they're coming I'm from. I'm sure those are million-dollar trucks. <laughs> yes. I, the, the story does not say yeah. the, the yeah. dollar figure there. Uh, I mean, seriously, those those are in the the half million dollar range for what they what they do. But they get years and years and years of service out of them because mm-hmm. uh, it's not like technology as far as computers. I mean, these are the the high horsepower, high capacity. You know, being able to get out there and save lives and do what they do. So, big time stuff. News Drive at five here. I am your host Patrick Reynolds, joined by Iredell County Sheriff's Office Captain Matt Burleson. Thank you for stopping by again. Yes, sir. Give a little bit more of a time after yes, sir. your cameo earlier this afternoon mm-hmm. on Good, Bad, and the Guilty. Yep, yep. Yeah, had a little time in studio to be able to uh, uh, hear every 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 Wednesday. And uh, Patrick, you just come in and said, "Hey, Sheriff, <laughs> I need you." <laughs> Who me? Yeah, you. <laughs> and he's like, "You can have him." And here I am. Well, so I'm happy to do this. Captain does what the sheriff tells him to do. That's exactly right. Happy I, to do so. I got to so. text Darren more often there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get some pull in there. Well, th- these stories have a little bit of a relationship to them. I-, I think we talked about the criminal aspects before with what your job. Here we see the expansion of Huntersville with these new engines. Right. I'm going to conclude, this says nowhere in the story, but I would conclude that is a result of the growth oh, of yeah. Huntersville population-wise. That which brings me back to Iredell County with the right. growth we have. As as you asked me off air, hey Patrick, are you a native of Statesville? No, I'm not. I'm a transplant. Like there's millions yeah. of others in this yeah. state. The state is growing, mm-hmm. and with that, we need fire departments. You've got to have we your community services, police officers, right. right there. You see where I'm right. going with right. this. Absolutely. Have you seen the growth of the Iredell County Sheriff's Office keep up with the demands of the population? Absolutely. Those those commissioners you were just talking mm-hmm. about there, and the and, and the monies that they give to the school system. I mean, we we're all growing together. And what you don't need is growing pains. It sounds like they had a little pain there with uh, not getting started in time to be able to avoid some of those uh, extra inflation costs. Uh, you know, we were able to build a detention center that mm. went from housing uh, uh, two, three hundred inmates to now we're over five hundred. That's what we can house. We don't have that many in house. Uh, I think we're in the high threes, maybe something like it. But we're predicting in the future, and a lot of that was done, um, you know, beforehand with monies that were set aside and done without, you know, this this huge expense. Mm-hmm. I know the sheriff has been instrumental in using the um, the the seized assets, the the, the forfeiture from these drug dealers when we take their money their their cars their equipment whatever we take from them uh, that that you know we share with the government we get a portion of it back we can use it to to not to staff people but to get more equipment mm-hmm. and more technology uh, so we've got a, a, a 
you know, some some vehicles. We got the Bearcat. We got the boat. We got other things that were, you know, a four hundred thousand uh, um, dollar, you know, uh, excuse me, the ah shoot, what is that thing he calls it? The the new command bus. The new command bus. That's part of an appropriation uh, where everybody can use it. But yeah, you the, the more people you have on the ground, the more boots you need on the ground to take care of them. Whether it be you know officers, uh, you know your townspeople. I mean, everybody's got to grow. We've all got to do that. So we've been keeping up. Well. The demand is there. Can mm-hmm. we keep the employees in the in the places? It's, mm-hmm. That's kind of that's kind of yeah. That's kind of where, where we're at now. Uh, when I hear a lot of people, uh, you know, I ask them at the jail, "Hey, are you guys up to staff?" And we're staffed with the people that we have in here. If we get any more, we need more staff. Mm-hmm. You know, so so it's you know you're 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 hanging in there. So I, I see. Most towns, traffic is a major discussion point. Mooresville, Cornelius, mm-hmm. Huntersville, from this growth, new people like me, right. you know, we come in, it's a beautiful part of the country mm-hmm. compared to where we came from. That's, you have a wonderful place here in North yeah. Carolina. Yep. That's why we come here. But you see the infrastructure lags behind sometimes. Mm-hmm. Is the sheriff's office ahead, lagging behind, or keeping pace as the growth of the population? Where would you put the sheriff's office? Well... When, and I don't mean yeah. lagging as, as right, a negative exactly. connotation, but yeah. do you need to grow more to keep up? Oh, why would you want to keep up when you can get ahead yeah, bingo. and be ready? Yeah. So that's what we're always looking for. Uh, Sheriff talked earlier about salaries, getting those salaries mm-hmm. up, getting those positions up. When I mentioned like this economics crime thing we were looking at, uh, there used to be one special or two special detectives. I think there's a five or six over there now doing that same type stuff. So they may not all be busy. They are busy around Christmas time. Tax season mm-hmm. will come up by April. There'll be lots of more economic uh, crimes, you know, fraud crimes, calls, and stuff like that. So, you know, we don't handle traffic. That's not our deal. Uh, you know, how we patrol does the accidents, does the directing traffic. But as far as keeping up with our city services, excuse me, our county services, I think we've done pretty well. I mean, you know, we do child support. Uh, we go out and make sure that these people are paying. We've got sex offender registry. Mm. We have to do that. So uh, we've added an, a, an extra sex offender uh, uh, deputy. We've got uh, the warrant squad, you know, picking up people that are, have charges out against them. That's increased from two to three. So, yes, we are keeping up as far as that goes. But you can always, you know, that area specifically in Mooresville, that's where I live, right. uh, you have the cops unit. Uh, they just put on a lieutenant. They needed us an, an extra uh, command structure uh, to be able to kind of filter down. That's the lake patrol. That's uh, motorcycles. Uh, the cars in the areas. You've got you've got all, a lot of specialty officers in that area because of the population. Uh, congratulations to you, Captain. You are the very first guest ever here at the News Drive at five. Oh, it's, outstanding! Considering <laughs> the show's premiere broadcast was yesterday, so uh, you had me going. I thought I was going to get my name on a wall somewhere. Well, that's not a bad idea. We might have you sign that. They do that at the Cane Center down in Cornelius. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to. Uh, you'll need to see what the ratings are. I know we need to see the views, what the comments are afterwards. Maybe I'll come back. You I'm know? sure they're through the roof. The, we can be for the uh, the the fans. You know, if the fans invite me back, I'll be back here. Well, t- would you come back? Absolutely. We'd love to talk to the sheriff's office on a yep. regular basis. Yep. We're still forming a lot of the concepts mm-hmm. of the show, but mm-hmm. yeah, we, we would love to talk to you and keep in touch with the community yes. and our yes. audience. Thank yeah. you. Be glad well, to. I appreciate you spending a few minutes with us. Yes, we sir. are out of here at the top of the hour. Coming up right after the News Drive at 5 will be the scoreboard with Joe Berg, who is also audio producer here at News Drive at 5. How are you doing today, buddy? Oh, it's a wonderful day. It's a wonderful <laughs> I doubled day. your workload. I had you get two mics hot for the captain. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. 
what are you doing? I'm trying. I'm uh, trying to run the show well, <laughs> and there's another microphone. I, I push you to work, <laughs> man. <laughs> what you got coming up for us on the scoreboard tonight? Man, did you hear about the fine for David Tepper? Uh, I did. Do you want to know what it converts to for a normal average American? I think I heard the numbers before, and I think I choked on my water. But go yep. ahead. So or do we got to tune into the scoreboard? No, I'll give it to you on this show. Go Why ahead. Not? You get sure. one little bit of information a teaser. as we got about a, a minute teaser. left. Uh, David Tepper is worth $20.6 billion. Okay. He was fined by the NFL $300,000. Right. For the average American, that equates to $1.00. And 77 cents. <laughs> Scraping the couch cushions for your find. A jingle jingle. <laughs> Needless to say, I don't think you're happy with the find. That there might be a lot of sighing. Okay. <laughs> wow. If you, if you want to hear more on Joe's math and his sighing, the scoreboard's coming up at the top of the hour <laughs> with Joe Berg. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you running the board tonight. Captain Matt, yes, I appreciate sir. you spending some time with us here at the News Drive at 5. Appreciate you. We'll be back tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on WSIC News Talk Radio. I'm Patrick Reynolds. Talk to you tomorrow.